Welcome back to Round Guy the Podcast, as we are on the phone with Chuck Banks, who is the principal of Mid Prairie School. Welcome to the program, Chuck. Thanks for having me, Dave. So we've been doing we've uh, had two cities of the 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 week, Wellman and Kelowna, and uh, everyone raved about the school. I got some interviews with uh, some of the Kelowna uh, elementary and and middle school. I'm I'm assuming there's a middle school and elementary in Wellman too. No, Wellman we have West Elementary and the high school. Um, the middle school is located in Kelowna. So we've got four four buildings in the district: one elementary in Wellman, one in Kelowna. The middle school is in Kelowna, and the high school, which is nine through twelve, is here in Wellman. So, uh, tell me why everyone raves about your school system. It's the number one reason why people are coming to town. You got both towns with ten percent growth or better. Uh, I, I hear the schools are packed, and uh, uh, even room might even be a, a problem. Yeah, and it, it is going to be a problem. Our enrollment's going up. I mean, it's a great problem to have. Um, that beats the alternative that you know a lot of districts are dealing with declining enrollment. So we're happy that our projections, you know, we're going to have steady increase, which is exactly what we want. Um, why people love it here, I guess, is is just the people. I mean, we have an outstanding staff. You know, the community support is is phenomenal. Um, you know, I, I've been in several school districts, and and everywhere you have community support, but the, the support here in Mid Prairie, it's it's a different level. Um, it's phenomenal. If you know, if a, if a student needs something, all we have to do is ask, and, and there's a number of people that step up and, and want to help. Um, you know, Mid Prairie has a long-standing tradition of, of academic success, of athletic success, of fine arts success. Um, and you know, if you're on the outside looking in, that, those are the things you see. But this is my first year here in, in the in the district, and I'm just so impressed with the level of expertise that's in every classroom. Um, you know, just the overall teamwork that the, that the district has you know teachers step up and help each other parents step up and help each other you know everyone is really focused on the right thing and that's kids you know and that's i think that message and that that family feel is really what drives um people's desire to be here um, you you can go anywhere in the state i mean or anywhere in the world really for school now especially with some of the virtual options and different things but kids are choosing to come here um, we've got ton of kids that are open enrolled from other districts coming in, not just for our homeschool assistance program, but you know, we have over two hundred kids actually in the buildings that are from other districts. So that that just goes to show everyone that uh, you know there's there's good things happening here and a, a lot of that is because of the teachers, but you know, the support we get from the community um, is just outstanding. It's it's just really is what makes Mid Prairie a special place. Well, uh, Wellman and Kelowna really have a lot going for them. I was uh, amazed, you know, you know, just the parks and the, just the business climate in Kelowna and the, the just the lifestyle in Wellman and the quality of water and the quality of the roads and the well-managed area and the community atmosphere. Uh, but it all seems to center around your school. What is it about your, what does your school have? What's the facilities that you have? What is it that you have that's attracting so many yeah. people that the school seems to be busting at the seams? Well, I, I think I want to say first that uh, the reason that our building and our district goes so well is because I think people do look at it as our school. Um, it belongs to the community. You know, it is the hub, and that's what we want. Um, people are so proud of what happens here, and, and, that, and that's outstanding. Our facilities are fantastic. Um, we recently built a new indoor practice facility here at the high school on its campus. We use that, obviously, for athletics, um, but we also use it for marching band. We use it for classes go out there and do activities. You know, and, and it's really top-notch. For a school our size, 
to have a facility like that, I mean, it's really unheard of. And, and a lot of that money, the majority of that money, I mean, the way I understand, came from donations um, and people in the community that supported it. So, you know, that that's just another good example of how people want to step up and, and help out. Um, as far as the rest of our facility goes, you know, we, obviously buildings are constantly needing updating. And, and, you know, as our student population changes, you know, there's needs that, that arise. Um, the school board's been working for the past two plus years on some uh, improvements and some potential um construction projects that, that are going to be coming up here hopefully in the next couple of years. So they've been working hard. They've kind of narrowed down the list of, of priorities. Um, they will be making some, you know, some decisions going forward on, on what those are. And then they're going to go out to the community, um, likely go out to the community and, you know, ask for a, a vote on a bond. Um, I think the important thing to, for everyone to understand is this will not change tax, tax rates. This will not increase anyone's taxes. Um, this is money that we can, that we can leverage um, and build, you know, we, we've got a, approximately $30 million that we can use to improve our facilities in all locations um, and it won't raise taxes. So that's just, it's a fabulous um, opportunity and there'll be more information coming forward over the next, you know, few months. Um, and hopefully that's something that we can kind of get started. It's, uh, it'll be fantastic for our kids and fantastic for our communities. Yeah, I'd rather you do it with bonds than raise my property taxes. You bet. <laughs> That's uh, that's the that's the power in, in school finance. I mean, if you if you leverage things the right way, and our I think our, our district has, and board has done fantastic over the last several years. Um, you know, they're being very fiscally responsible, and, and they're making really good decisions. That's that's allowed that those funds to uh, to be there and be be available. So we're excited about some of the things. You know, there, there's a lot of projects that they're tossing around. Um, obviously, they're working hard to choose things that have the most impact for kids. Um, you know, the, mo the most kids possible and, and the community. Um, there's some pretty good conversation about potentially building a, a large auditorium, which will be great for the community. Um, that'll be that'll be a spot that everyone can use. You know, I think people will be getting in line to, to use that space if it does, in fact, get built. So we're excited to see what happens. Well, let me ask you this. You've got over 200 kids from outside the district coming to your school. You've got about a 10% growth in uh, Wellman. You've got about a 13% growth in Kelowna. Uh, how, how, I mean, uh, are there challenges? I mean, what have you had to do? Have you had to hire more teachers or find more classrooms, uh, space, or is there any, any yeah. problems like that going on? Well, I would say at the elementaries, um, they did have to put in some mobile units, temporary mobile units that, that they put in this year um, to account for just some of the, those larger class sizes. Um, they don't have regular classrooms settings in there for elementary, but they do have some of their specials in you know, foreign language and, and music and different things are using those spaces temporarily. Um, so if the, if we move forward on, on this bond issue, and if that's something that does in fact happen, we are planning to build several new classrooms, um, you know, across the district, which, which will account for some of those things. Right now at the high school, you know, we have class sizes from the mid 80s um, up to right at 100. When you look down in the lower grades, the elementaries and middle school, they've, they've got a lot of classes that are you know, at 105, 110, you know, I think the largest class is around 112. So there's, there's kids coming. So yeah, we're, we're planning now and um, we haven't had to hire any new staff since I've been here, obviously in the short time, but that is discussion we'll have going forward. You know, the, the challenge with that is there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of people out there looking for teaching jobs right now. So it's, it's a struggle across the state, really across the country to, to fill those positions. So as they become open or potentially become open, we'll work hard to, uh, get good candidates in here and you know we 
people people love to work here. It's a great place to work, and so we hope to get a, a real nice pool of candidates if and when that does happen. So you, you mentioned you came from another district. Can you speak on to the quality of teachers that you got when you showed up? Oh, it was amazing. Um, you know, I, I've been in several districts, and I've been around good teachers my whole career. I'm, I'm thankful for that. Um, but the teachers here are just really at another level. They're their amount of experience in the building is, you know, outstanding. While at the same time, we have some young teachers starting their, career, their careers that are just full of energy and full of ideas. Um, and the staff just works so well together. It, it really is a family feel, and that's what makes it work so well. Um, you know, that it's just phenomenal the things that are happening in classrooms. I, I love just to walk around and, and step into classes and watch what's happening. Kids are engaged. Kids are excited. Um, teachers are challenging kids. You know, it's it's not uh, it's not your typical school, that's for sure. So you probably have a lot of people, you know, that work in Iowa City and live live in the area, but you also have a lot of ag students too, I would imagine. Can you speak on the agricultural educational opportunities at, at your school? Sure, we have an outstanding FFA program. Um, Elsa Schmidt has been here for a long time, and she just she's really one of the leaders in the state um, as far as FFA goes. She just took uh, seven kids to the national convention in Indianapolis, Indiana, just a few weeks ago. Um, you know, we have we have our classes in our CTE department, which is including ag. You know, they're they're full. We we don't have any more seats for them, so that's a real good thing. Um, kids are excited about those classes and. You know, they they work through the state fair and the county fair, and, and she brings all of those experiences into her classroom. So, and it's not just it's not just your you know farmer kids, for lack of a better term. Um, you know, it's kids that are that are interested in a variety of things in the ag industry, and it's you don't have to move dirt to be to be in the ag industry, and that's what kids are really excited about and understanding if you know if they want to go into an animal science or you know there's just a, a million opportunities for them to be involved in agriculture. Um, and not necessarily be a, you know, a row crop farmer. So Ms. Schmidt does a great job helping them, you know, look into those different careers um, and help them make decisions for whatever they're going to do after high school. So it's, it's exciting to see where they are now and where they're going to end up. Well, let's talk a little bit about the high school. So uh, what kind of like tech opportunities and uh, maybe maintenance opportunities or whatever, you know, a, a young man or woman wants to do after high school, uh, college sure. level stuff you know what 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 does uh mid prairie offer uh, we have we work closely with kirkwood community college um we have a, a healthcare um, academy where students are actually in the building um for part of the day and you know they're getting some of those nursing essentials so they can they can walk out of here with some credentials um and, and you know go right into the workforce if they choose to or continue to go on into the profession and extend that. Um, we have a welding academy where we send students down to the Washington Center um, through, again, through Kirkwood, and kids walk out of here with certification where they can go they can go right out and work for, you know, a big company um, and, and start out at a really, really competitive wage, 25, 30 bucks an hour as a welder right out of high school. Um, we also have a number of um, post-secondary opportunities in the building through online opportunities, and we do have teachers in the building that are certified to teach a variety of college level courses. It's just, there's a lot for kids to try and experience here. Um, and the positive for that, as far as the community goes, is that's funded through the school. So if a student takes a college level class, um, that doesn't come out of their pocket while they're in high school. The, the school actually helps them with that, takes care of that. So it gives them kind of a head start, gets their family a head start um, financially, and just 
you know, they're further down the road to where they want to be. Some kids take these classes and they, they're really excited about them and they get done and think, well, you know, that's not what I thought it was. Maybe I don't want to do that profession. And that's fine too. Um, other kids, you know, they get in there and they, they really find their passion and they run with it. So lots of post-secondary opportunities while they're still in high school, which it, it, it is a trend across the state, but here at Mid Prairie, it's really a focus. Well, uh, Coach Kavanaugh is uh, very familiar to our listeners. Uh, we've interviewed him three, four times as the season went on, and what an outstanding uh, season that you guys had. And uh, we saw huge crowds and support for the team all the way through the season and build up into the playoffs even higher. Uh, yeah. Talk about the opportunities. Uh, Coach Kavanaugh mentioned the, the indoor practice facility and how his team was able to utilize that. He even said some of their – teams from other schools have used that before too yeah that's my understanding as well and we have an outstanding um, strength program that you know the majority of our student athletes are involved in which is great and that really does lead to more success you know they're they're putting in a lot of time outside the regular seasons and they're getting bigger and they're getting stronger and that really pays dividends once once the season starts um, we had an outstanding fall sports season our cross-country team as, as you probably are aware our girls won their fifth straight state title um, boys finished sixth in cross country volleyball um, made it into the second round of the playoffs they had a great season um, and then obviously like you said football they were very successful from start to finish we also have a lot of you know non-athletic or non extracurricular activities are, aren't athletic related um, you know we've got the marching band we've got our play that just got um, just finished up you know and they they all those kids had great experiences and that's because of the sponsors and again the support from the community so we're excited to see the winter activities get started here girls basketball practice just started um, boys basketball and wrestling start next week so you know it's it's a busy time here and, and there's there's not much rest for kids they go right from one season into the next and um, hopefully we'll have a, a real fun and successful winter season as well well you heard it here i mean uh, if you've got kids you'd like to give them a good education Everyone around us, uh, Iowa has always been known as the education state, education first state. Uh, if you'd like a small town education, give your kid all these opportunities and beautiful communities to live in with an excellent tax base and that are well, well run. And you got schools that are obviously well run. Kelowna and Wellman is an excellent location for you. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. And, and you know, Dave, I've, I've lived in the community for a few months. And it feels like home. Um, people are so welcoming and, and excited that, that I'm here. And it's just, it makes it a lot of fun to, to come to work every day and, uh, you know, see people outside of school at the grocery store, or, you know, events across the community. It's just, it really is a tight knit place and welcoming, just like you said. And, you know, I, I can't imagine being anywhere else right now. It's perfect for me and my family. Well, I sure appreciate your words. And uh, I'll tag this in with a couple other interviews we did with the mid, uh, the elementary school and the middle school principals in Kelowna. Thank you for your time. You bet, Dave. Take care. Welcome back to Round Eye the Podcast. I am your co-host, Mr. Southeast Iowa, Dave Johnson. And uh, this week's City of the Week is Kelowna, Iowa. We are visiting with elementary school principal, Greg Jenkins, and uh, Rob Ruby, who is at the middle school. Welcome to the program, guys. Thank you. Okay, so let's start with Greg. Uh, uh, you're the elementary school principal. How long have you been there? Uh, this is my first year here at Mid Prairie. First year, and you're not from uh, you're not from Columbia. No, I grew up in Northeast Iowa. Before Mid Prairie, I taught in Marengo at Iowa Valley Schools for 21 years. Hmm. Well, my brother was born there in Marengo, but we won't hold that against you. Uh, 
So what was it about Kelowna that the opportunity came up and why did you want to move your family here? Well, I'm in the process of trying to move my family here for sure, but um, I've known the Kelowna Mid-Prairie School area for, for many years as a 21-year varsity head coach. I've competed with, against, been down, seen the facilities, know a lot of people, uh, gotten to meet a lot of people in the area and always had a high respect for the community and the school district. And when the opportunity came to apply for the position, um, I was ready to move into administration, so I took advantage of it and was fortunate to get the position. All right, Rob, same question to you. What, what brought you to this, this community? Um, well, growing up in Solon, uh, you know, Mid-Prairie was always kind of one of our rivals back in the day. And so just knowing, you know, the, the level of excellence that they achieve in athletics, academics, fine arts, um, was just a really big draw for me um, as a place that I wanted to get to. Well, yeah, I've introduced Coach Cavanaugh from the Mid-Prairie High School, and you had an outstanding season, and he's a great coach and a lot of community support, and uh, they showed me a practice facility that they built, which I've never seen any other school have. So uh, back to you, Greg. Uh, tell me about your role here and uh, what kind of education would a family that was looking for a good education get if they moved their family to Kelowna? So my building is K through two, so we have kindergarten through second grade. Um, we have a fantastic staff. Um, our, our school system as a whole just supplies so many different resources. Um, we support all learners, no matter where they're at, we meet them where they're at, and we continue to help them develop and grow and, and get past some of their struggles so they can be successful. Uh, I look at my role as kind of a launching pad. Our, our building is that first reel starting it out, so we try to get our students prepared to move on to West Elementary and then on to Rob at the Middle School to give them a better chance to be successful down the line. Kind of the first step of the building blocks. Now, I am told from my tour of the town that your schools are overflowing. <laughs> but there is a, just so many people that are wanting to raise their kids. Apparently, have a lot of kids in Kelowna. It's uh, and the people are coming here for the school systems. Uh, let's go over to you, Rob. Uh, tell me about uh, how they get to the third step of this uh, educational ladder. What I mean, you do there? absolutely. When we think about you know middle school in general, wherever you're at, you know middle school is an awkward time. So we are really focused on helping to support kids through that that adolescent transition, you know, between elementary and high school, trying to find themselves and, you know, develop some, some passions and some solid habits along the way. Um, I really feel like the, the kids who are coming into my building, you know, our number one job, we're getting them ready for high school. So Chuck, the high school principal, I said to him, you know what, if these kids aren't ready when they get there, you can let me know and we're gonna figure out what we need to do to get them ready. So uh, do you have good students? Do you have, uh... Like if you have a really good student and you have one that's struggling, you have programs for each one of those kids? Absolutely. I mean, we have, we offer um, EOP programs, um, extended learning programs, uh, with special education programs for kids that need that. And then we also have uh, tons of supports both through the community and through the school um, for kids who may be struggling socially or um, behaviorally at home or, you know, kids who just need to find a greater connection to their peers or to an adult mentor, um, whatever they need to be successful, we're gonna find that for them. That's tremendous. So, now you, um, Greg, you're, you're uh, very early education. Uh, are you already identifying uh, uh, strengths and weaknesses in students at uh, kindergarten and second grade level? Absolutely, early, early intervention is the key to a student's success. So at West Elementary, where our preschool building is located, two of our kindergartens, we partner with Mrs. Foster, who's the principal over there, 
Um, they do an outstanding job identifying some of those things in preschool uh, so that when they come to us in kindergarten, we have a strong idea of where we're at so we can meet them with the ground running. Our kindergarten, first grade, second grade teams all cooperate very well together um, you know, bilaterally so that they're communicating year to year. I had this student last year. We have the conversation how we have them this year so we can continue to build on you know, where they are. All right, Rob, let me ask you this. You know, kids in your age, that's where they kind of start in the sports programs. What, uh, what uh, do the young athletes have uh, going for them in your Well, we just wrapped up the, uh, the volleyball and football seasons, so that's for uh, seventh and eighth grade. Um, starting out wrestling right now in girls basketball, we get to boys basketball in the, more in the late winter, early springtime, and then um, track as well, which is huge in Mid-Prairie, as well as our cross-country teams. Um, you know, girls have been state champions five years in a row. You know, that starts somewhere, and I think the middle school definitely played a part in that success. I've well. interviewed Cole Cook and uh, uh, the other guy from KCI. They mentioned that about. Well, I guess the sports there seems to be a, a big tradition, and I, I noticed that the football games are packed to the, to the hilt with uh, tremendous support. Um, and you, you're the beginning of all that. Uh, Okay, so sell me, I'm a young, that's just, I'm a young parent. I've got a couple of young kids that I'm going to send to school. Why should I choose your school system and why should I come to Cologne? I would say because unlike many other school systems, we strongly focus on the social well-being of the student. Um, if you've been in education, you understand that if a student doesn't feel safe and they don't feel emotionally engaged, they're not going to learn. So we do things a little bit differently here, and that was even, you know, even our AEA folks have told us that the Mid Prairie is one of the strongest social emotional learning uh, schools in their their area. So uh, focusing on the whole child, not just on the academics, on who they are, why they're important, you know, leading them in, in the middle, creating those relationships, plays huge with us. That seems like a little bit of a new approach. I haven't, uh, wouldn't have, you know, thought that when I sat down. What do you think about them? What's, what's great about Kelowna for kids? I mean, going back to that family, that whole child piece is really where it's at. And, you know, there's a lot of a lot of school districts that are going to say, oh, we believe in whole child education, but are they actually living in this question? And I think at Mid Prairie, that, that from the top all the way down, that's truly what we believe, is that, you know, we have community connectedness, we have those social emotional programs in place and the learning in place, as well as, you know, high academic expectations with high levels of support for all students. Well, if I was a parent, I'd be feel pretty great to have a couple educators like yourselves looking after my child's well-being. Maybe a good slogan for your school is mid prayer. We talk, we walk the walk, and talk the talk. You know what I mean? Uh, and is there anything else you guys want to say before we wrap this up? I just think that, you know, another positive for, for not just our school district and our communities is that if you need something here, people respond. Unlike maybe like I've never seen before. I mean, say we need snacks for students or it's going to be winter, right? Sometimes our, our little folks can't have hats and gloves and whatnot. It takes one simple little reach out, an email to our families, and we have people walking in the door with bags full of things. I think that tells a lot about people here. Good caring community. That's what's missing in America. And it's the resource that we have, a great school system. I know uh, the elementary and the middle school is here, and then there's the, uh, the main schools as well, right? The high school and another. And West Elementary. 
Yeah, the 3-4-0. So, well, we appreciated talking with uh, Greg Jurgens and Rob Ruby. Uh, we'll have some more information for you about Cologne here in just a minute.